Tanya for the 18th of Sivan, the first story. There was a chassid who was a, a, a sheikhet in Odessa, who once traveled a distance from Odessa, it seems, and he stayed in a distant city, and the owner of the village that he stayed was a very old woman. She owned the village. And around surrounding her, like running, helping her run everything, and, and in, living in her house, and was a massive family. Um, she had grandchildren still alive, grandchildren alive who were old people themselves. They were her grandchildren. And see, this old lady, seeing that her visit was from Odessa, and he looked like a chassid, she said, let me tell you a story. So she said, many, many years earlier, she'd been 25 years old and she was in Aguna, which meant her husband disappeared one day, never found him. And she, she was desperately trying to find a way to either locate her husband. In those, in those days, people were killed on the side of the street and no one had any idea where they went. And there was also the problem of people running away. So she, she needed some help, halakhically speaking, and also she needed someone that could see things beyond what regular people could see. So she decided to make a, a distant travel to the Baal Shem Tev and ask him if he, could, if he could help her out of her troubles. And after a very difficult time, she finally reached the Baal Shem Tev and she told the Baal Shem Tev the, her situation, that she had uh, a young... A young baby boy, her husband vanished one day, had no idea where, his, where her, her, her son was, and she wanted to, she wanted advice or help. The Boshanda said like this, the Boshanda rested his head on his hands and he said, um, my daughter, I'm not able to help you. She, she told, the Boshanda told this woman like this, said your husband died and there were no witnesses to testify, which means literally there's no way for, um, for you to be free, you'll be single for the rest of your life. But he said, but she, the Bashan Tev assured her like this. He said, if you be- behave in an upright, respectable way for the rest of your life, the Bashan Tev said, I promise you, you'll have a blessing to see generations upon generations from your little boy. From that little boy that's your only child right now, you're going to see extreme amount of generations from them and you'll always be provided for. And this woman gave the Bashan Tev her promise that she would always remain um, an upright person, and she said, I'm 105 years old, and I have five generations that all live around me. Very powerful story. The Tanya right now is talking about the relationship between the body and the soul. And this relationship is, a, is an example to understand the closeness and the connection that God has with this world. Now, of course, Alter, I was going to say that although the example is very good, it doesn't really... It doesn't really testify to Hashem's relationship to this world. Hashem's creation of, of you know, using the four-letter name of God and the Shem Alekim, the, 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 the Chesed and Gevura, respectively, how Hashem interacts with this world. It's way more intimate than a body and a soul, which we would assume, you know, a body without a soul is, is, is useless. So that would be a good example. So it's not. And therefore, the Torah needed to warn us. Know this day and take it upon your heart. And the continuation of the pasuk is that I, that the heavens above and the earth below, there's none other than Hashem. Why should you? Why would you think otherwise? 
a person shouldn't think reminds the Torah to us that the heaven and the earth are something separate. You know that there's a heaven and earth, and of course God created them. That of course we wouldn't think otherwise. What else would we? Th- of course we wouldn't think that there's some other entity created heaven and earth. That's ridiculous. Of course God created it. But you might think that it's separate. You might think that the relationship is merely, as described earlier, like a body to a soul. That Hashem created everything, and Hashem orchestrates it. You know, He He puts power into the into the heavenly beings, and they do their thing. They circle the world. They have whatever intelligence they have. They have whatever. Um, systems and organization they have and all the different and vegetation forces in the earth and all the systems that we know just as a soul directs the body that's the way that Hashem directs the, the directs this world it says Al Torah that sounds good but the Torah is warning us don't think that's the case that the truth is this analogy of the soul and the body is not the truth it doesn't actually really represent Hashem's relationship to this world. A body and a soul, yes, they operate in, in tandem, they operate in conjunction and in unity with, one, with each other, but the truth is their sources are different. The body doesn't come from the same place as the soul. The body doesn't come from the soul. No, the soul doesn't come and create a body and then inhabit it. No. The body comes from the, from the mother and the father. And then a soul is injected. And even, but even then, not yet. The growth of the body, of the, of the tiny cells, that doesn't come about by the soul. Nine months the mother eats, and that's what that's what creates the soul. That's what uh, creates it. creates the body, enables the body to grow, not the soul. And, and then afterwards, how does the person grow? Not by the soul. Soul power doesn't just shine in the body, and then the body begins to grow. You need to keep eating and drinking. You need to keep, you know, uh, um, the body needs to keep doing its thing in order to, for you, for, for a person to grow. Says when it comes to God's relationship to the world, number one, God created the world, unlike the soul which does not create the body. And number two, the the world needs to be continuously created every single second, or it will cease to be. The soul and the body, though, the body, its life might come from the soul. Its its being might come from the soul, but its existence, the body itself, it doesn't. A person eats and drinks, and that's where that's where the nourishment, that's where the molecules and atoms of the of the body um, come from and are sustained. The world, on the other hand, was created by God and needs to continuously be created continuously by God. And therefore, the world is continuously created by God's word and nullified to Hashem's word and unified with Hashem continuously, like we explained, like we explained later. Just as you have the sun that's nullified inside the the sunlight that's still nullified within the sun. We spoke about this earlier. The breath of Hashem, the world is nullified to the breath of Hashem, to Hashem himself, 
continuously, and its existence does not go outside the existence. To you know, to in contrast to the example that we brought earlier of the soul and the body, the body is a body. The soul operates, and yes, without the soul, the body would be useless. But the body's existence never came from the soul, and the body's continuous existence doesn't come from the soul. Its mm-hmm. life does. So the only thing that I guess the, the commonality between the example and also between understanding what's really going on is that although Hashem is the existence of this world and it's not separate from Hashem at all, the one interesting, um, let's call it, um, piece of the puzzle that, that, that mixes things up is Hashem has a power that conceals godliness, that makes it appear as if Hashem doesn't, doesn't create the world. Says the Al-Tarebbe, although, yes, you look at the round of the world, and you look at tables and chairs, and you know, oh, well, this is separate from God, I don't see godliness flowing through it. Says the Al-Tarebbe, that's just the way that appears. This concealment is only for us. The truth of the matter is, of course, this concealment is, is, is not really the, the reality. Hashem's perspective, Hashem sees the, thing, the way things truly are, and everything is nullified to God, and this world is, is merely like the sunlight inside the sun, entirely nullified to, nullified to God, and not separate to God at all. So we see the way we see, the way that Hashem wants us to see, a world that seems to be not nullified, a world that seems to have its own order and its own existence, etc., but the truth of the matter is, that's not really the truth of the matter. The way Hashem sees the world, the world is, the world is um, um, entirely connected to God and not separate in the slightest. And this power of Gavura, as we mentioned, there's a power of Chesed creating the one, the power of Gavura withholding this energy, enabling the world to, to retain its existence and, and be limited. It doesn't truly actually take away from godliness. It's just the way that we see it. Our perspective is giving us, you know, uh, not an illusion, but a, a perspective of limitation. It's almost like two people looking from two angles at, at an art, a piece of art, especially modern art, and one person looks at something and he truly sees one type of picture, or those, those, those images, where you, those the little toys where you turn them a little bit and you see a different image. Two people are looking at the same thing, one person seeing one thing, and that truly is what they're seeing, and another person seeing another thing, and that's truly what they're seeing. We see the world, and it truly is a limitation on God, the way from our perspective. But that's only from our perspective, the true perspective, from God's perspective, the world is God, and God is the world, and there's no real, there's no real disconnect in the slightest. Everything is God, otherwise it would cease to be. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya Tanya's on the Nesha Shashana by Yavchan and Shalom and Salafan Shashana. This is from Daniel Kamanyan of Hushlem for Raman Hamish to see a step at Raman Shabbat Sarakele behind Meshkracha, Dvaraleva Tefleva, Dvaraleva Sveda Hinda and Elka Rachabas, Elisa Nenos, Nisa Fushlema. Have a wonderful and very successful day. Thank you so much for joining.